0: Hello and welcome into the Big Boy Sports Corner. I'm your co-host, Randall Davis, and I'm joined by one of my best friends and colleague, Nick Winstead. How you doing today, Nick?
1: Man, I'm doing fantastic. I'm super excited to talk a little sports today.
0: Absolutely. So, we had this idea, I don't know, probably from about the time we met. You know, both of us big sports fanatics and, you know, love all types of sports. And so, we thought, what better to do than to put a podcast together?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love... Like you said, love talking sports, um, love talking, uh, period. But, um, I think it's a great idea just to bounce ideas and, and dive into something we really like.
0: Absolutely. We'll give a little background on ourselves. Um, a lot of people listening to this may know us and some, some may not, but, uh, again, I'm Randall Davis. I've, uh, been a teacher now for three years, coach football, track, um, 10 years, and, uh, you know, been a sports fan my whole life. Big Tennessee fan, Vols, Titans, Braves fan in baseball, and uh, the one and only Ryan Blaney in NASCAR. So, Coach Winstead, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, Nick Winstead, um, also a teacher and coach. been teaching 10 years, um, Upper East Tennessee, now in the, the Maryville area, Coach football for 11 years at the high school level. Um, Also love sports, big uh, in the college football, Tennessee, uh, big in the NASCAR, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, always been the Earnhardt fan, Um, baseball, big Reds fan, unfortunately kind of born into that. Um,
0: It comes and goes, you know how it is. So what we kind of talked about in putting this together is what we want to talk about. Obviously going to be a big football podcast, both of us. Uh, I've coached football played football love the sport and that's going to be NFL that's going to be SEC um but we're going to do some more SEC talk as well you know we're going to talk um SEC basketball we're going to talk baseball I mean Tennessee's hot you know over the last couple of years and um you know get into that kind of stuff uh what else what else are we going to talk about there
1: I mean also just talk about um pick segments uh later on just picking games uh Talk about big games, whether it's NFL, college football right now. Uh, get into the college basketball season. Talk tournament uh, in the spring. Get baseball going. Uh, Tennessee baseball, MLB. Um, then obviously, once NASCAR gets kicking up in January, talking about the Daytona 500 coming up. Uh, then also, hopefully, uh, as we go along, get some get some expert guests on here to talk about, you know, whether it's uh. uh Uh, high school basketball baseball football coach um
0: and we got plenty of them here we've got some good ones you know we we've got state championship winning football coaches here at eagleton where we work we've got state championship qualifying basketball coaches um you know baseball coaches that have been really successful so definitely have some some people that we can get on here that may have a little more expertise than us and that's always good so um we'll jump straight into football. Let's talk some football. You know, obviously right. tonight we got Thursday night football. We got Bills at the Patriots uh 8:15 on Amazon Prime. Um you know, Bills have been hot. You know, yeah. they have they've went through lost to the Jets. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. was not the best loss, but then again, the Jets are you know, at 7 and 3.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. so
0: having a good season. Patriots Record wise, not not bad, but when you mm. when you dig a little deeper and look at the stats, I don't I don't think that record's as good as it looks. Mac Jones has struggled, thrown more interceptions than he has touchdowns. So, how do you see tonight going uh, for for that the, the Bills Patriots game?
1: You know, Buffalo uh, three and a half point favorite. It's at New England, so you got to figure they're you know adding two or three to that. Um, it's the first time they've played this year. Uh, last year, Buffalo was two and one against New England, split in the regular season, uh, and blasted them in the playoffs. Uh, Buffalo sitting at eight and three. New England sitting at six and five. Um, that whole division, uh, the AFC East as a whole, is pretty good. You've got Miami at eight and three. You've got Buffalo at eight and three. You've got the Jets at seven and four. Um, you've got New England at six and five. So all four teams in that division. Uh, have a winning record. It's very similar to the NFC East, their counterparts on the other side. Um, but you've got a—I mean, Vegas is not usually wrong. Uh, three and a half point favorite for Buffalo. Um, Buffalo's hot. They're you know eight and three, towards the top in the AFC rankings. Um, but in that eight and three, they—they they don't seem as offensively dominant as they have been. Um, they beat the Titans early in the year like a drum. Beat them down. I mean, beat them like a drum. But other than that, you know, they, they've they lost to the Jets. they lost to the Dolphins, which, I mean, that's two teams with winning records. Um, but Allen has 23 touchdowns. On the flip side of that, he also has 11 interceptions.
0: Yeah, let's dig in real quick to his stats a little bit more. You look at it, he's, he's thrown for 3,100 yards, almost 3,200. 23 touchdowns, 11 picks with a 95.2 quarterback rating. So, you know, on the surface, the touchdowns are great. The yards are great. Throwing a lot of picks. And and you, you look back at, you know, the last four games, five of those have came in the last four. So right. against the Lions, the Browns, Vikings, and Jets, you know, pulled the win out against the Lions on Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, the 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 Bills go as Josh Allen goes. You Absolutely. know, I mean, they've got some players, obviously Stephon Diggs, 1100 something yards already this year, hard to guard. Um, you know, you got to put a lot of defensive effort and, and game planning into stopping him. Right, um, right. And so, but those two have played well for, for the Bills. You know, you look at the Patriots, and we talked a little bit about <clears throat> Mac Jones, and I like Mac Jones. I think that he's, you know, in what the Patriots want to do. He's not a not a bad fit for him. But you know, you go in and look at his stats for the year, thrown for 1768 yards. Well, in, in eleven games, it's not great. Right. Right. Six touchdowns, seven interceptions. So if he can come out and play like he did against the Vikings, where he threw for almost four hundred yards and two touchdowns, then then they're gonna have a chance. Right. Um Ramondre Stevenson, their their back has has had a good season so far, you know, kind of under not very well known. I honestly hadn't heard of him before this season. Um, but you go look at his stats and averaging four and a half a carry, 680 yards, and four touchdowns. I'll say this. I think the Bills beat him down tonight. I, I think New being in New England can be a factor, but I just don't think they can do enough offensively to keep up with them. The, the Patriots are a lot like the Titans, right? Mm. They, they, they want to try to run the football. They right. want to set up the play-action pass. And you can't keep up with a team like the Bills. No, no different than the Titans.
1: Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Buffalo can score in an instant. I mean, Josh Allen has an absolute cannon. Uh, can throw it seventy yards in the air. And when you're throwing to guys like Stephon Diggs, when you're throwing to guys Devin Singletary out of the backfield, um, it's it's hard to keep up with an offense like that. And you think about Buffalo's defense especially in the in the front uh mac jones has been sacked 24 times in eight games this year that's not really good um and he's
0: hard to to do do anything when you can't stay upright
1: and he's you know i'm just reading here you know a possible left leg injury they don't know about whether he's going to play it or not uh and their backups played decently uh, but you know mac jones is their guy um if they can't protect him if they can't give him time uh, to throw that that play action style pass, I yeah, I don't see New England uh, hanging with Buffalo tonight. I mean, I don't see like a you know three four touchdown loss, but you know, couple couple scores uh, wouldn't be out of the question. Something like thirty one seventeen.
0: I certainly think they cover. I certainly think
1: yep, that absolutely
0: that's going to happen. So, um, well, yeah, let's let's see what happens. That'll be this will be one of the games we pick. Um, later in our pick segment, so we'll uh, we can talk a little bit more about it there. Moving on to uh, championship weekend, you know this this weekend is is championship weekend for college football. Um, good slate of games with some playoff implications. You know you got Utah, USC, um, Kansas State, TCU, LSU, and Georgia, UCLF, UCF, and Tulane, Purdue, Michigan, Clemson, North Carolina. Let's talk a little bit first about Utah-USC.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a rematch of a game earlier in the year in October, uh, one that USC held a big lead in. Utah came back and beat them 43-42. Um, this game was was in Utah, which obviously uh, the Pac-12 championship games played in neutral site. So um, USC, that's their one loss of the year, so they're sitting in 11-1. Utah is a, a team that in the preseason had some some playoff aspirations. Uh, they were kind of a, a sexy pick coming out of the Pac-12 to maybe be an outside uh, playoff four team, but they're they're sitting at nine and three. Um, beginning of the year, first game they lost to Florida. Now, you that's know, a,
0: that's not a good loss. Not a no, good
1: loss <laughs> I mean you know playing in the swamp. Um, you know, being SEC guys, we we know that playing in the swamp's tough. But then you look at Florida the rest of the year, they're sitting at six and six. You know, it's not it's not like they lost to a nine and three, ten and two Florida team.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think the key to this game is pretty simple. Utah, nineteenth best scoring defense in the country at giving up just over twenty points a game. USC Third scoring offense at 42 and a half points a game. So it's the battle of the strengths of USC on offense and and Utah on defense. I think that it always helps when a team's played each, you know, played each other. I know USC's gonna come ready. Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, they're gonna come ready to throw that thing all over the field. Yeah. Can USC do enough to slow them down? And if so, if it gets into that nitty-gritty and that defensive battle. It's going to be tough to out defense Utah, in my opinion. There,
1: yeah, absolutely. Man, um, the job that Lincoln Riley's done in year one at USC—you know, USC was four and eight last year—and and that that four and eight record's a little misleading. You know, they had four or five single score losses, uh, but the job that he's done has been fantastic. And we knew, we knew obviously at Oklahoma that he was a, a really good coach, and coming to the Pac twelve. Not a super uh, strong conference. Uh, You've got some teams at the top. USC, Oregon's pretty good. Washington, obviously Utah. UCLA's improved. Uh, But, you know, they were an outside pick uh, in year one to make the playoffs, and they're sitting – you know, they they take care of business uh, tomorrow night, on Friday night. You know, they're sitting there at number four um, and and should be – in the playoffs, um, got a Heisman Trophy candidate at quarterback, um, but you talk about USC defensively um, in bigger games, you know, UCLA, they gave up 45. Uh, against Notre Dame, they gave up 27. Against Utah, they gave up 43. Uh, gave up 37 and 35 to Arizona and California. So their defense is not their strength. Yeah. Uh, but offensively, I mean, they've got the third best scoring offense in the nation.
0: I'm definitely excited to see what happens tomorrow night in las vegas uh that game's eight o'clock i believe uh, there at Allegiant stadium uh going moving on talking about another guy who's done a great job you know not year one for him um i don't think i think sunny dykes has been at tcu for a couple years now yeah i think this is year two i if believe I'm not so mistaken. right uh, you know a guy that was at Cal, you know. Was at Louisiana Tech, moved mm-hmm. to Cal, didn't have a ton of success, um, you know. It wasn't terrible, but you know, then came back to SMU and really yeah. revitalized what they were doing. And now he's he's taking TCU to twelve and zero, and they just find ways to win, man. Yeah, you know they yeah. they've been they've been in games that I didn't really think there's any way they're going to come back from this, and you know, then the Baylor they run a, the field goal unit on with. 20-something seconds and get a kickoff and and get the win, you know.
1: Yeah, that's funny. I I was thinking about that. We were on the way to Columbia to watch the Tennessee game in South Carolina and watching the game on our phone. And, I mean, I've never seen a field goal unit get on the field that quick, get set, kick, and make a field goal. So, uh, that was impressive. Yeah, TCU just – they just, like you said, they find ways. Um, Is it sexy? No. Are they scoring a ton of points? Well, this past week against Iowa State, they scored 62. Now, Iowa State's not a very good team. Uh, they finished year four and eight, but, um, you know, against Texas, 17 to 10. Baylor, 29-28. Um, they played Kansas State earlier in the year, which is who they play on Saturday in the Big 12 championship game, uh, and beat them 38-28. So, you know, they're it's a team that, um, has been in this position before, yep. you know, with Gary Patterson sitting twelve and zero, sitting in eleven and zero, whatever. Um, they've been in this position before, but this is their best position, their best chance to to make that playoff. They're sitting at number three, so you got to think if they take care of business against Kansas State, obviously they're in.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, the last one I want to talk about um, for Championship Weekend, and then we'll we'll do some picks later. Obviously where we're located here, um, SEC country, talk a little bit about LSU and Georgia. You know, Georgia's 12 and oh, they're rolling, um had a had a game against Missouri that they struggled and then you know, not, not too long after came out and just made Tennessee look like they didn't know how to play football, you know. And so LSU has, has been the same way. I mean, LSU gets destroyed and ran off the field 40 to 13 against Tennessee. And then they turn around and they, they beat Alabama. And, and then they follow that up with the last game that they played against Texas A&M and, and lose that football game. So, you know, it's a hot and cold team. In my opinion, it's not going to be very close. I think Georgia is going to come out and, and do what they do. They're going to control the ball. Stetson Bennett's going to throw it around some. They're going to run the football, but their defense is going to just uh, swarm LSU, I, I think, you know LSU's quarterback uh Daniels uh, is that right Daniels yeah Jaden Daniels um, I think he's he's injured um you know I think he's going to play but that's going to be a big big difference if you've got a quarterback out there against Georgia's defense that's not 100% healthy it, it's going to be a long night
1: yeah you know talking about LSU uh briefly again that's a that's a team that we've seen you know the team we follow uh, Tennessee go down to Baton Rouge and just blast LSU. Um, also lost to Florida State on a block PAT, 24-23. Lost to A&M, but an A&M team that's 5-7. and seven, But that fifth win was a beatdown against LSU. Um, again, like you said, a very just <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde team. It's a team that has beaten Alabama. That's a team that beat the brakes off Ole Miss. Uh, but then it's a team that's, lost a pretty bad A&M team and a pretty pedestrian Florida State team. So, um, yeah, defensively, I I don't think even, you know, Georgia's not um, this, what you think of as a super top offense. Um, but they still score points. Stetson Bennett does a good job. They've got Brock Bowers, who's a, a tight end, who's a matchup nightmare. They've got backs that can run it. Um, they don't turn the ball over. Uh, defensively, I just, I don't know if, if their LSU's defense can keep them in the game. And you think about LSU's offense, man, Georgia's shut down everybody. Um, they're one, they're the only team this year that's kept Tennessee under 30 points, you know, held them to 13 points. Um, you know, Tennessee's the number one scoring offense in the nation and Georgia shut them down. Um, and like you said, if you don't have a, a healthy Jaden Daniels, um, if he can't make uh, the escaping runs that he has in the past this year, he's got 824 yards rushing and 11 touchdowns, so he can run it. Uh, but if he doesn't have that ability, I I see that Georgia front just eating him alive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm interested to see how that goes. And again, I, I think Georgia's in. You know, talking about the college football playoff, but a couple of those other games we talked about, Utah, USC, USC's got to win. Or they're yeah, out. Yeah, um, TCU. I think if they lose, it's going to be iffy. I, yeah. I think there's still a chance because they have went undefeated. Um, but you know, both those teams lose. TCU, if they lose, they better hope USC loses. Absolutely. If, yeah. If if TCU loses and USC wins, I think Ohio State probably bumps up.
1: And, yeah. Ohio State yeah. sitting there at five. Yeah. Um, I think they they would move up into the four slot probably. That's
0: where the advantage of not playing championship weekend comes. Yeah. You you end up with one loss. And, um. So, that's a good football segment there, uh, Nick. We're gonna we're gonna move on and and talk a little bit about just briefly about UT's basketball game last night. They matched up against McNeese. Obviously not a real big game for them, um, but you like to see that they came out and controlled from the beginning. Um, You know, winning that game 76-40, to Tennessee has shown, with the exception of the Colorado game, that they're a really good defensive basketball team. And you look at the leading scores from last night, Santiago Viscovi, 16 points, Julian Phillips, 12 points. I think Olivier Kamwa had 11, Mm. Um, you know, 11 for 29 from three I think that's 37 38 percent with 21 assists and 11 turnovers I think that's a it's a good game you know you have a bunch of those in basketball those midweek get in here um, get a win, get out healthy right and right. so um but talk a little bit about what they got coming up and and um you know what what their you know schedule looks like before SEC play.
1: You know, they're sitting there uh, right now at six and one. Um, They've got Alcorn State and Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Like you said, kind of those midweek Sunday games, you've got to figure those are wins. Um, Now, those are not college basketball. I mean, you could lose to anybody any night. Um, But you've got to think if they play their game and play defensively like they have been, they're giving up 53 points a game. That's really good, Uh, really good at the college level. So, you got to think Alcorn State, Eastern Kentucky, should get wins there. Then they play uh, number 22, Maryland. Uh, then they play at number four, Arizona. And then they play Austin Peay before they jump um, in the SEC play. So, obviously, you know, playing a ranked Maryland team is going to be tough. Playing at uh, a top five Arizona team, that's going to be very tough. Um, yeah, I
0: mean you'd like to split those. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you know, best case scenario, you go win. And right. Tennessee fans are well, we're we gonna win this one, right? But let's be realists, you go split those two and, and win the rest, and you are what, ten and two 10 going and in two. the conference play. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a that's a big deal. Um and, and your two losses, one would be a bad loss to Colorado, the yeah. other one mm-hmm. though. If you were to lose to a number four, or number five Arizona, that, that's a that's not a bad loss. That's never right. going to count against you in in the tournament. And um, I like what this team is. I, I think that I think that Julian Phillips has has looked really impressive as a yeah. freshman. Um, and you got some leadership from from having Olivier Comeau back and and Santi and and uh, Ziegler off the bench has been really good. So excited to see where they go. Um, I, I think that there was a reason they were ranked as highly as they were at the beginning of the year. Um, And, and, you know, losing that game to Colorado made them drop, but definitely excited about um, where they're going and what we could see from them, you know, going forward when we get into SEC play.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, all right. uh, That's the, that's the basketball segment for today. Um, We'll, we'll continue to, to expand on that and, Um, different games throughout the SEC and and big games in the country. But we're going to move on to the last part today is we're going to look at um, the pick segment. Um, We've picked all the championship week games and and three NFL games to kind of go through here and talk about. Um, So we'll start with Utah-USC. Who you got?
1: I've got USC. um, In rematch, like we said earlier in the year, lost to Utah. Um, I've got USC just – really good offensively, uh, I think just good enough defensively to hold on. Uh, I've got USC.
0: Yeah, I, I, I understand that, you know, a lot of times the second game, the offenses have the advantage. You know, they've been able to to really scout and figure things out. But I'm going with the Utes, man. I, I just I, – I think that they're going to play well enough defensively and it's going to come down to is Caleb Williams going to win the Heisman Saturday. Yeah, You know, I I think that – is he going to show out and do those things that – you know, he's like minus 1,000. He's the favorite. Is he going to solidify that or, you know, is their defense going to come to play? Give me the Utes. All
1: right. All right, next up we've got uh, in the Big 12 championship, we've got Kansas State and TCU. Coach, who you got uh, with the Wildcats and the Horned Frogs?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with TCU. I, I just they keep finding ways to win, and every week I, I'm oh, I think Baylor's gonna get them, or maybe Iowa State can give them a run, and, and it, right. it ain't happening. You know, it's, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick TCU, finish off an undefeated season, end up in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, give me uh, give me the Horned Frogs too. Um, I think Kansas State's done a fine job this year, sitting in nine and three, uh, but. Yeah, I think uh, TCU keeps it rolling and uh, goes 13-0 and goes to playoffs.
0: Uh, LSU and Georgia, not going to spend a whole lot of time on this one. I think we're both, you know, in in the same ballpark on this one based on our comments. Um, but who you got, the Bulldogs or the Tigers?
1: Uh, well, you know, as a Tennessee fan, I never want to pull for the Bulldogs unless they're playing the Tide or the Gators. But, yeah, it's dogs this yeah, week.
0: Absolutely. I, I've got Georgia as well. Uh, moving on, perfect season, number one college football playoff playoff rankings.
1: All right, next up we've got the American Athletic Conference, uh, which at the beginning of the year you really thought, hmm, the Bearcats. Uh, but Tulane took care of them at Nippert Stadium last week. So we've got the Central Florida Golden Knights with Gus Malzahn as head coach and the Tulane Green Wave. Who you got?
0: Yeah, to be honest with you, what you just said is why I'm picking Tulane. I just don't trust Gus Malzahn. I, no. I think he's done an okay job taking over there, you know. After Heupel left and and came up here, and um, but Fritz has done a great job with Tulane. You know, had a chance to go to Georgia Tech, and said you know I'm gonna stay down here. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in Tulane and at Tulane and and uh, give me the green wave. Let's roll.
1: Yeah, we got green wave rolling right along.
0: Um, big Big Ten championship, you know, big win for Michigan last week over, over Ohio State to get there. Uh, playing the makers of Purdue, who you got?
1: Um, It's Michigan all the way. Um, Man, the Big Ten set up just terribly. The East is good. You've got Ohio State, you've got Michigan, you've got Penn State. Uh, But then in the West, man, you've got Purdue sitting there at eight and four. And Purdue's quarterback is not playing this week, Uh, not because of an injury, because of a a family tragedy, uh, which he's a good quarterback. I mean, we saw him last year in the Music City Bowl, absolutely shred Tennessee, but, yeah, it, Wolverines.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I got the Wolverines. 16 and a half points ain't enough. No. Um, give, me, give me the Wolverines there. Clemson UNC. Um, looking at Clemson, North Carolina in the ACC championship game. I'm going to be honest. I, I just, Clemson losing to South Carolina last week and I know South Carolina's won a couple games. Give me Drake May and the Tar Heels. That's probably not a popular pick. Clemson's favored minus seven and a half but I think Drake May comes and shows out and, and the Tar Heels won that one.
1: I very hesitantly have picked Clemson. Um, I think it depends on what quarterback for Clemson shows up. DJ Uganle.
0: DJ. E, something. <laughs> DJ.
1: Um, if it's the DJ that showed up against South Carolina and Notre Dame, I'd, I could see UNC winning by two touchdowns. Uh, if it's a quarterback that showed up in other games this year for Clemson, I could see Clemson winning. So, very hesitantly. I'm gonna say, Clemson. I
0: think it could be close for sure. Looking at the uh, three NFL games we got, uh, Buffalo, New England. Who you got?
1: Uh, Bills. Um, yeah,
0: Bills roll. Um, Titans, Philadelphia. Always gonna throw the Titans game in there if they're they're playing just like we would if, with with the Vols. Um, we're we're here in in Tennessee Titans country. Um, I'm gonna pick the Titans. I, I know that's probably my fandom coming into it. But Tennessee tends to, with the exception of the Bills game, show up for big games. Yeah. You know, took took Kansas City down to the wire. You know, last week if if they could just run the football at all, um, you know they 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 competed with a, a really hot Cincy team, um, and Philly coming off a bad loss to Washington and and a couple weeks ago. And I'm gonna take the Titans.
1: I'm gonna go with the Bills. Or not. Sorry, not the Bills. The Eagles. Yep. Um, still got the Bills on my mind. Uh, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. It's at Lincoln Financial um, up in up in Philadelphia. Um, man, Jalen Hurts has has really turned into a, a very good NFL quarterback. He's sitting there, 17 touchdowns, three picks, uh, but he's also rushed for 597 yards. He rushed for a ton of yards against Green Bay uh, last week. Uh, so give me the Eagles.
0: And then our last NFL game: Chiefs, Bengals. Scott West, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, sorry, Coach West, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think uh, Mahomes comes in and, and and they roll.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, um, even though it's in Cincy. Uh, even though we good friend of ours is a like we said, Scott West is a Bengals fan. I've got family from up there. My wife's from outside Cincinnati. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs.
0: Absolutely. And that's our pick segment for the week. We'll keep the a running tally on how we do on those this year, uh, the rest of this season, and um, see see where we end up. we we'll, uh, Coach Win said that's it for us, man. That's it's been a fun first one. We hope to expand on it and they, they get a little longer, um, but but it's been fun and and uh, we we look forward to, to coming back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Had a blast. Uh, looking forward to next week. Um, Love talking sports.
0: Absolutely. We hope you've enjoyed our first episode of Big Boy Sports Corner. If you enjoyed, make sure you tell your friends to give it a listen. Till next time,
1: y'all be good.